that crisp pop. Let's go back, baby. We're, We're back. back. We're back. Cheers. Happy late October that we missed on the podcast that yes. we're celebrating now. Like, like, <laughs> it's December. What's your favorite scary movie? Oh. You we know, apologize. Yeah. Lovely people been a little MIA. Yes, we've oh. been off doing spooky things and partaking in the lovely festivities of October and trying to sustain our livelihoods. Yes, so. our, our our schedules have definitely been busy, so apologies for that. But we're back. We're back. We hope you all had a fabulous October spooky, spooky season. season. Yes. <laughs> um Christine and I we're so glad we actually got to enjoy this one a little bit more yes. in the past couple years. Yes. Um, well, we, Christine and I went to 17th Door. Yes, we did. Carissa's experience. First yes. time. Yes, it was fantastic. It was crazy. Um, if you don't know what that is, it's a more interactive, intense haunt experience. You sign a waiver. You sign a waiver. They sign can touch you. Away. Um, yeah, it feels like like more of an escape room, but that's fucking horrifying. <laughs> yeah, there's literally 17 rooms that you go through and you experience something new in each room. And every single thing kind of differs from one another that attacks certain senses. Yeah, so you get, you know, all sorts of t- tricks and treats. <laughs> yes. <laughs> In these 17 doors, I got shocked. I sat in a shocking chair. That that one was probably the most painful. It it wasn't, like, terrible, but it was... I was jumping. I was jumping around. I'm not gonna lie. I opted out of the electric chair room because I'm just... I I don't like being shocked. I just don't like it. That was definitely more intense shock. We walked into that room, and I saw the chairs lined up, and I saw the little, like, metal screws along the chair, and I was like, (laughs) nope. I think I got... I feel like I got shocked the most. Like, basically, you just... You sit in a chair, you have a panel of buttons. And everyone's sitting in a circle around the room. And whatever number you press, um, it shocks that chair. And I I just got shocked. A lot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it wasn't my fault. I didn't do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, one of my favorite rooms was the room where um the homeless man brings you to like sit down and he's like conversating with you oh, yeah. and oh, kind of distracting you and messing with you. And then a car just comes barreling in behind you, like screeching its horn. Yeah. And then it stops so like right at your seat. And I was sitting behind where the vehicle was coming that literally made my heart jump out of my chest yeah after that i was never the same like my adrenaline (laughs) was on pure fire mode after that moment yeah there's like a gust of wind that came with it (laughs) it like blew up my hair my shirt ever i was christine was sitting directly in front of it i was more (laughs) off to the side but i was like oh not gonna (laughs) lie scared the absolute living crap out of me and i was like ooh, that was a lot (laughs) yes 
I don't want to spoil every room for you. I, I highly encourage it. I will say the last room is usually the most intense. It is. Um, this year, it was kind of a simulated drowning. Yes. Which is is scary. Very scary. To, yes. Um, Even though they kind of only keep your head under yeah. for a couple seconds, but I'm assuming yeah. when you're in it, it's you like, just, yeah. What? I don't know. 15 seconds, maybe? No, girl. It was five. It was five? Five <laughs> seconds. Uh, it definitely felt long. Yeah. Like, we, we counted, like, your head oh dipped in. Oh, my God. It so felt longer. Myself and one of my really good friends, Candice, we love you if you're listening, um, we opted out of that just because I know this is going to sound lame, but in today's world... We were really nervous of getting COVID and we weren't sure how often that water was changed. We were the first group in the maze and I think that's why Chris and Adam were less hesitant about it. But I've already gotten COVID twice and Candace is a mom. So we were just like the risk kind of outweighed the fun in that situation. So we opted out and we were standing watching Krissa and Adam just get dunked. Yeah. And the moment they got dunked, we counted. And it was, like, less than five <laughs> seconds. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, the whole the whole setup of it really fucks with your head. Yeah. Um, you basically, you go in. They don't, you know, they don't tell you what happens in yeah. each room. You literally <laughs> you just start, crawl in a tunnel, you, right? I crawl in, like, it's like a, a rectangular grate. It almost felt like a morgue, you know, where they yeah. put the bodies. Um, yeah. So you crawl into that, and it's, like, a grate. Um, and you can see it's barred in front of you. Yeah. You can see the people. I saw Christine and everyone standing outside. And there's a big padlock with um, numbers that you scroll to put in the code to unlock it. And they say, the code is 6969. Go, go, go. And right when they say that, this inflatable. It's like almost like an airbag. Yeah, an airbag starts inflating on your back. And it's pressing you down against the bottom of the grate. And you're, I was like, as the whole contraption starts dipping into water. Yeah, starts tilting forward into water as you're getting kind of, kind of crushed by this inflatable bag on your back. And so it's like super claustrophobic. If you're claustrophobic, that would have been a nightmare. Yeah. Which I I am a little under certain circumstances. Circumstances. Yeah. Yeah. This one, I was, it wasn't as bad, but I was panicking because I was like, I'm putting the code in and it's not unlocking. Unbeknownst (laughs) to Carissa that the lock was pointless and it was just to distract (laughs) you and it didn't unlock anything. I I was like, do they not let you out until you get the code in? I was like, that's kind of fucked. Um, Unless you like, I don't know. Absolutely would not happen. They would have, they would have a bunch of dead people on their hands. But um, yeah, and then you start lifting up, and I, I made sure to take a big old breath. Yeah, everybody down. is shouting at you while you're in the cage, yeah. and as it's inflating and dipping, everyone's like, yeah. "Hold your breath, hold your breath." Yeah. And then once once I got out, I was like, "That was awesome." Yeah, <laughs> um, I will oh say God. this much: they change the end door, which was the simulated drowning, every couple of years. So I've seen it shift twice now. And so I'm interested to see if it's been there for like two or three years now. So I'm interested to see what the next one's going to be. Yeah. And they also added this new extension called the field trip experience. Yes. Which I really want to do next year. Yeah, I am interested. I I do it. And basically they take you and your group in a van to some unknown location 
and do more stuff with you that's like 45 minutes extra. Yeah. If anyone, any of our listeners, if you guys have done the field trip, please tell us. Hit up our social medias. Let us know if it's worth it, if you liked it, what it entails. Maybe not so spoilery, but just like little bits and pieces. Maybe what your favorite or what your worst was. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. (laughs) But other than that, that, other than that, I would say this this, uh, month. The last month was full of um, lots of lots yeah. of horror movie watches. Oh, you know we my got a goodness. lot of releases. Yeah, um, have been fantastic. We've already talked about Barbarian, you know, Barbarian. Pearl. Oh my goodness, yeah, Pearl, um, Smile, Smile. Yes, it was such a wonderful a surprise. Gem. Yes, yes. So, I, I like we've all seen the trailers, and it just. I'm going to be real. It looked like kind of like your run-of-the-mill blockbuster kind of just pump it out to get money kind of horror film. And not that that's bad. I mean, it has its place in, you know, the whole scope of the horror world. But it's generally not what I would go for. Yeah. Would be excited. Yes. And then I'm going to admit it. We saw one of our, or I saw, we both did, mm-hmm. saw one of our faves, Kyle Gallner. Was Kyle Gallner. Yes. <laughs> and um, I was like, okay, well, this movie might be dumb, but it might be worth seeing because Kyle Gallner is in it. I mean, and yeah. he doesn't, like, he's not in too many bad horror movies. Yeah. Like, they're at least fun. Yeah. yeah. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to treat myself. I have nothing to do. I'm just going to go see this movie. And I'm going to call it, you know, Little Me Date. Little Me Date. So Chris and I actually saw this apart from each other. Mm-hmm. So I went and I watched it. And man, was I blown away. I think mostly because it kind of subverted my expectations going into this film. It was actually really interesting. It had definite, like deeper context to it that wasn't so hard to dig out but it definitely was like it resonated I think everyone we all know that it had to do with like kind of trauma and we all know that most people I would say in this day and age especially after the pandemic have experienced some sort of trauma yeah it it feels like we've been saying that a lot on the past few new releases we've talked about and I mean it's true like that's been a big Theme, maybe maybe theme. this is the new kind of like horror revival yeah. like kind of commentary yeah. is about trauma. I mean, there's a lot and a lot of different ways to show it. Yeah, a lot of really cool scenarios you could play around with that and involve it. This was clever. Yeah, was clever. I've never. I, I don't think I've seen another horror movie that tackled trauma in this in this way in particular. So it definitely gained interest. All the actors and actresses were great. Good. The soundtrack. Oh, okay. Just mind blowing. Yeah, like not prepared for something like that caliber. It did not. Like when the soundtrack first kind of kicks in, it's not what you're expecting the scoring to be in a film like this. Not at all. And I think it added to the atmospheric, like, eeriness of this film and just elevated the horror in it it was so so interesting yeah and it would it it felt like it was 
changing a lot. Yeah. But not in a way that was like, oh, this is like, doesn't go together at all. Or this is. But it was, it was jarring enough yes. to like work. Yeah, super yeah. effective. And the way they would take little sound, sound bites, like from something a character said or yeah. like a sound they made, and they would kind of infuse that, just blend it into the, the soundtrack and kind of re- like make it reoccur throughout. So good. So cool. I, I remember telling Carissa when I was telling her to go see this because it was actually really good. I remember telling Carissa that the soundtrack was really reminiscent of Sinister. It had that same kind of just eerie, disjointed kind of sound that still was like super fluid and highlighted the like anxiety Mm -hmm. of the movie. Yeah. And it just... It worked. It worked. And I thoroughly enjoyed that portion of just the movie. Um, So the actress who played Rose in the movie, the main girl, uh, Sosie Bacon. Bacon. Oh, okay. Six degrees now. Um, Isn't that, is she actually Kevin Bacon's star? I don't know. She does look like she could. I think it is Kevin Bacon's daughter. Daughter? Yeah. Daughter, yeah. yeah. Wow, look at that. I did not know. It is seven degrees, six degrees <laughs> six from degrees. Kevin Bacon. One degree. No. One degree off. Um, <laughs> yeah, she was fantastic. She really was. I would also say that the the first, like, victim they show, who first comes yeah. into her office, she was fantastic. Yeah. Like, the level of fear yeah. that she expressed was horrifying. Yeah. I haven't seen... It reminded me of Jessica Biel yeah. in Texas Chainsaw yeah. and how fantastic that performance was. I will honestly say if you watch this movie, you're going to it's going to sit with you for a couple days yeah. and you're going to rethink smiling and yes. it'll it's just yeah, it's wild. But I I know a lot of people have said this and I'm going to reiterate it. Don't watch this movie if you're not in a good headspace. It's mm-hmm. kind of, it deals with a lot of heavy subject matter. So yeah. just keep that in mind. Definitely. Um, I just want to say that the actress's name is Laura Weaver. Yes. I'd like to see her on more stuff. Yes, absolutely. Sure. And and obviously, yeah. you know, Sozy Bacon. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, and it was really cool after, it was after I already watched the movie, but they had a really cool, like, marketing yeah, the marketing was brilliant. Yeah. yeah, a little marketing gig where it was at some baseball games, some yeah. big major games, and they would have actors in the crowd when the Jumbotron camera would be around, you know, on focusing on the crowd. There would be one person, and they have this a smile shirt. It says It's a bright yellow shirt that says smile on it, but they usually have, like, a jacket over yeah. it or something like so that. they just look like a regular yeah. person. And but then they they're just staring dead at the camera with that creepy, creepy smile, smile from from like in the movie. I think they uh, did it on Good Morning America. Too. Yes, yeah. that too in the background. Yeah, <laughs> so clever. So I love good. it. I love an innovative yes. marketing kind of plan. Plan essentially. <laughs> yeah, I call it a scheme. It's always <laughs> yeah. It's always really interesting. Yeah, love it. And then again, you know. Kyle Gallner, always great. Always killing it. Always Always killing killing it. it. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I guess, you know, we've seen a a few more things, but I guess we'll get into the episode. Yeah, absolutely. So on today's episode, we are going to cover 
are Scream Kings and Queens. Scream Kings and Queens. Yes. I think we'll start off with Scream Queens. Yes. You know, it kind of originated with with, our leading ladies. ladies. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, So, I mean, I'll just share a little bit of the origin because I did not know the actual origin of this. Did not either until we started, you know, talking about this episode. And I think it's quite interesting. Yes. So Scream Queen, we've heard, I mean, so, so much. It's such a, like a fad, such a hip kind of phrase to toss around. And not just that, but I think it's a phrase that's used quite often when talking about horror movies, mm-hmm. in particular when we're talking about our lead female roles. Yeah. Um, I, I'm just going to say that I, you know, originally thought that it started with Janet Lee from Psycho because yeah. that was always the image of like, a, you know, a yeah iconic scream in a movie, her in the shower. So I thought, I was like, oh, she's the OG scream queen. And then obviously fitting enough, Jamie Lee takes... You know, know, helms it. And Jamie Lee Curtis, I've heard it most associated with. Yeah. I feel like whenever you hear the the term Scream Queen, especially in, like, our generation, like, you just immediately, Jamie Lee. Yeah. Like. Um, But apparently, this dates back, this phrase dates back to the 1930s. Um, So I got this information from a Slate article called, What is a Scream Queen? How one of horror's oldest tropes has paved the way for Fox's new show, Scream Queens, um, <laughs> by Laura Bradley. So she recalls, in the 1930s, Faye Ray was dubbed a Scream Queen by the press after her shrieking performance as Anne Darrow in 1933's King Kong. After she'd shot her scenes, she spent a day in a sound studio screaming her head off to record what she called her Aria of the Agonies. <laughs> so I love that. She'd gained a reputation as Hollywood's go-to actress for piercing pipes, but that notoriety came with a price, being typecast. Despite her ambitions to make a name for herself in other genres, when Ray walked into auditions, casting directors always asked her to scream. And she, she, yeah, she didn't really like it. Um, She, apparently, being a horror icon, especially, I'm sure, back in those days, was less like being a queen yes (laughs) as laura writes less like being a queen and more like a career limiting curse yes which i could i could see that i mean when you look at jamie lee curtis i feel like it did start off that way you know yeah i mean like being typecast in any role i can imagine is not fun for an actor and actress because it just really it doesn't show their range but at the same time i want to say like i love specific actors and actresses that just kind of stay in horror because you become familiar Mm -hmm. with who they are and just seeing them kind of makes you smile and you're like yes I want to see this because so-and-so is in it and I know they're great so it's it's kind of it's a double-edged sword in a sense and I can understand how it's you know deemed and I'm sure especially more so back in the day, yeah, it absolutely. was less appealing because yeah. horror was not taken seriously. It was not well received, usually. Yeah. And um, I feel like yeah. kind of a today, taboo. Yeah. To, to today, it's still, unfortunately, not yeah. taken as seriously as it should. But I feel like when it comes to audiences, audiences mm-hmm. are kind of paving the way for it. Yeah. And people, audiences, real people are kind of taking this genre a step further. And it, it's just really exciting to see. I think especially yeah. recently, yeah. we have been loud and proud of this horror year this year. This year specifically <laughs> yeah. was just like, 
Yeah. One horror hit after the other, after the other. This has been a fantastic year of horror. Yeah. And we've gotten a great share of Scream Queens and Kings. Absolutely. With that being said, I would love for Chris and I to kind of explain how we view Scream Queens and Kings. Because there is this traditional idea that a scream queen or king is just someone in a movie that screams a lot. Like, they yeah. have pipes. They're I mean, just... that's exactly how Anne... Um, yes, that's exactly how Faye Ray was being talked about. Like, yes. It was for her pipes. And... Absolutely. And while I feel like that is necessary to mention, at least for me, I don't think that fully encapsulates what, like, I don't know, I deem a scream queen or queen. Yeah. Queen or queen. <laughs> King or <Yeah>. queen. <laughs> I would say our kind of personal qualifications yes. for it, what we see in it, um, it's looser. It's much looser. Um, it's basically all boils down to how they gave a memorable performance yeah. that lasts with you and are usually, obviously, usually the victim yes. in the horror movie or just endure the horror. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. I want it like... I'm talking what's an actor and actress where 10 years down the line, you still remember the movie and the role that they played. Yeah. And we, we will go over quite a few quite a few people yes. that we deem are Scream Queens yes. and Kings. And we have honorable mentions. Yes. And, they, you know, some of them, don't, they're not even, maybe they're in one horror movie, but their performance was enough. And it was so memorable that that person, you know, happened to make our list because it was their performance was just that incredible. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm sure we'll miss some that you may feel might be on here. Yes. And uh, we'll have some that you may think should not be on here. But hey, this is, this is our list. <laughs> this is our list. It's our podcast, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> um, with that being said, for Scream Queens, I guess we could start talking about maybe the older generation that we, and then we'll get into the more modern queens. Yeah, absolutely. You want to kick us off? Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> So obviously, I've already mentioned, but um, besides Faye Ray, Janet Lee, and then Jamie Lee Curtis. Yes. You know, got Janet Lee in Psycho and Halloween H2O. Yeah. Little cameo. <laughs> A little cameo. With her daughter. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis, of course, really popularized the phrase yeah. into like modern horror fucking vocabulary. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, yeah, you know, you Jamie Lee Curtis. Halloween. Prom night. All the Halloween series, prom night, yeah. Terror Train. All of it. Um, which I really do like prom night and Terror Train. They have they have a charm. As much as I think that Halloween deserve deserves yeah. all of its recognition, okay. I think the two lesser known are just as great. And I highly recommend people go out there and see the lesser known movies because prom night is I'm sorry, absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. Not the remake. <laughs> Not the yeah. remake, the OG. Yeah. I mean, if you like the remake, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. But the OG and then Terror Train is great. And then I believe our next two leading ladies, our little scream queens, would be, um, can't forget Barbara Crampton. Yes. And she is still, you know, she's still in it today. Yep. But yeah, she's been in quite a few. Everything from Reanimator to Beyond, from Beyond, Chopping Mall, Your Next. Your yeah. Next is good. Yeah, Your Next is great. Really good. Um, but great, great films. And then um, 
also, we can't forget Heather Langenkamp. Hell yeah. I feel like underneath Jamie Lee, she's mm-hmm. probably the next um, actress that I feel like is synonymous with being a, a, like a full-on scream queen. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Look at how just, just these franchises, how much they've just carried on, seeped into the zeitgeist. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. Absolutely. Heather Langenkamp, of course, Nightmare on Elm Street franchise Alrighty. and oh may i just mention she's in the midnight club which is now on netflix by mike flanagan and it was really cool to see her in you know i'm sorry <laughs> so maybe news to christine <laughs> i did not know that night club. yeah but yeah very cool i was like oh my god and <laughs> she's great she's great in it i love i love her character Okay, next, of course, is Nev Campbell. I mean, she has been my favorite Scream Queen since, you know, Scream was my first horror movie that I remember that really got me into horror. So she may be my favorite, honestly. Like, just overall, I don't know. She just feels the most nostalgic for me and... Just very good, near and dear to my heart. I absolutely agree. She's fantastic. She I is. Mean, her She's performance great. as Sydney is always so good. Yeah. So distinguishable. Absolutely. Um, I'd like to mention Lily Taylor, I would say, is a great yes. screen queen. Um, honestly, her performance in The Conjuring was so good. Just as this a tortured mother yeah. who was completely freaking feasted upon by a demon <laughs> just her her possession scenes were so good yeah. and that that shriek she lets out when she's like she couldn't leave the house and oh. drags her in and she's haunting like, yeah <laughs> so and uh she is also in the haunting the 1999 no pun intended um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and i guess she was in leatherface which i have not I, seen that one i did not know that either yeah yeah i mean um, i've seen Le- leatherface but it's yeah it's been a while she's a fantastic actress overall she's been in yeah. you know in the movies outside of horror really good for a while now yeah. and she's done amazing films so yeah but the yeah. conjuring i mean i love that movie so much yeah. but specifically her performance in that was chilling honestly i when you bring up the possession movie all i think of or the possession movie <laughs> her possession in the movie yeah that scene where she just has a sheet over her yeah. head oh yeah oh oh my god and when she's chasing her when she like chases her daughter yeah. through the hole in the house and she's holding on to her about to like stab her and then they kind of bring her out of it and she's coming out and she just looks so unsettling yeah even <laughs> as she's the, the demon's leaving her body yeah <laughs> her eyes which great makeup and everything but oh my gosh and just the weeping so convincing yeah so convincing so convincing it just feels like she she is that yeah that that, character yeah so much i feel like it's one of those performances that pulls you out of the like out of your headspace that you are watching a movie and you feel in it yes yeah absolutely I guess next on our list would going on with the conjuring, Lynn Shay. Bro, she's <laughs> in so much, so many movies. She's always killing it. Just some to mention: The Insidious series, Darkness Falls, 
The Grudge, Critters, Ouija 1 and 2. And then we discovered this movie that we, I mean, had no (laughs) idea it even existed. And now we kind of want to watch it. And I apologize if this offends anyone. Get ready. But it's called Helen Keller versus the Night Wolves. And Lynn Shay plays a fucking Helen Keller. I just, I'm trying to imagine what this movie I, entails. Uh, we need to watch the trailer for this uh, yeah. immediately yeah. after recording. Because I want to see this. Helen Keller versus the Night Wolves. I'm the just, fuck? I can't. Lynn Shay, what are you doing? What is I love you, but what? Yeah, she's fantastic. Um, I think, yeah, she's usually a medium, but, you know, she faces off with some... Some big old fucking demons. <laughs> she does. She she gets in the ring, fucks them up a little bit, gets fucked up a little I know. bit. <laughs> it gets fucked up a lot of it. Gets a lot of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But um and okay, let me reiter- reiterate, our screen queens don't have to live. No, they don't the movie. <laughs> they can die. It's can die. all good. They're still a queen. Still a queen. <laughs> and I think with that route, I'm gonna go with yeah. Vera Farmiga. Yes. Dude, the, the the James Wan universe has delivered some fabulous, fabulous performances, characters, just, just a world yeah. in general. Yeah. And I think, gosh, just the Conjuring <laughs> series. She was yeah. so, con- again, convincing. When she looked distraught, yes. like, yeah. when she was, like, in action, I yeah. mean, this woman is amazing. And not to mention, she's in Bates Motel as well. Yes, yes. And she's great at, at playing um, the mother the mother of Norman Bates. Yeah. yeah that's she's great. I, oh, man, I need to get, I need to rewatch that show. Genuinely, I would say above all the films she's been in, her portrayal in Bates Motel is probably mm. my favorite. Nice. Yeah. 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 Do check yeah. it out if you haven't. Really Absolutely. Um, I'll just mention, you know, the the orphan. Oh, <laughs> not, yeah. Not Christine's yeah. favorite. Yeah. <laughs> well, not my favorite either, anyway. I mean, <laughs> just to clear it up again, I, I like the orphanage, not <laughs> yeah. the orphan. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting. Um, yeah, but Veer Farmiga, she has such an interesting look about her especially in her role in the the conjuring as um i think she has just such a like i don't want to say sad face but i know what you mean i I just don't know how to word it but she just has this like there's something in her eyes there's something in her eyes where especially oh god she's so great yeah she she truly feels like like a medium or you know like this in tuned spiritually in these movies maybe that's what it is maybe she's just very in tuned emotionally when Mm -hmm. she plays these characters that you could just read it in her eyes Mm -hmm. and it's so convincing yeah 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 bear formiga yes great actress um beloved scream queen they're gonna get a foot in the face this one has definitely cemented her place in modern horror quite, uh, quite evidently. Um, Tony Collette. Oh God, she is quite a scream queen for us. Absolutely, we fucking love her. Yes. and you know, starting with The Sixth Sense, she was she was so fantastic in that. I mean, she's yeah. just an incredible actress in everything she does. 
Um, Sixth Sense, she was the mother. And the, the scene when she's talking to Haley Joel Osment, to her son yeah. in the car, and he's describing seeing the grandma. Yeah. And then she starts crying. Yeah. And everything. That, oh, pierces my heart. So good. And then, of course, Hereditary. Yeah. You know, I think that is probably now maybe her most memorable, at least horror performance. And then, of course, Krampus is such a joy. Oh, yes. Highly recommend. The season is coming up. Please watch Krampus. Yes, that is absolutely. That has to be a tradition. Again, um, reiterating with Toni Collette, I think yeah. she's one of those actresses where no matter what she's yeah. in, it's phenomenal. Yeah. And I, like, yeah. you can guarantee she's in it. It's going to be good. Yeah. Definitely. And she's also in Fright Night, the remake. Yes. Yeah. Um, I, there's just... Not much more I can say besides just how exceptional she is. And I feel like if you've seen any of these movies, I'm sure you agree. Like, Toni yeah. Collette is, I mean, I don't even know how to describe it, man. She's just a beast at what she does. Yeah. And, I mean, yeah, in all these movies, she does face some incredible old foes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and incredible, endures some just absolutely horrific. Yeah. Um, experiences especially in Krampus no. <laughs> <laughs> everything from the from real life to supernatural yeah. man she's covered them all <laughs> but specifically in Krampus just the horrors of family no I'm just kidding <laughs> um, yeah Krampus is great please watch it <laughs> it's so fun um, next we have Hayden Panettiere on our list yes and I would say her role in Scream 4 is Kirby that's that it did it for us you know i mean she was so beloved so in that beloved. film that yeah. they brought her back From as like dead. a tiny little cameo <laughs> yeah in the most recent scream yeah and and as, i mean we all know how wild twitter went yeah yeah and she is billed to be in the the new one coming up mm. <laughs> <We> all, mm. <laughs> Um, doing our screen, cr- screen queen Nev Campbell dirty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, indeed. <laughs> but, but yeah, shouldn't take Hayden. away from Hayden Panier. You know, she's great. She she did a great um, kind of homage to Randy. Yeah. You know, and especially to have because you kind of you have the film geeks in that movie, the two guys. And you're like, oh, they're kind of taking the place of Randy. But then Hayden comes out of nowhere yeah. and then just, you know, comes in their face with her knowledge. And it just <laughs> um, truly touches my heart yeah. to see another woman just yeah. fully knowledgeable just in, like, out. the horror world yeah. and kicking ass and like, taking hey, names. No, I'm here. Yeah. You, you didn't think. You, you presumed. Yes. But no, I know my shit. And, you know. Absolutely. I was so sad when she, you know, got killed <sighs> off, or at least yeah. what we thought was killed off. Um, loved her. Yeah. She's great. So the next Scream Queen, who's probably one of my notable favorites, especially in, like, the 2000s, was Danielle Harris. And she's been in everything since Halloween 4, Halloween 5, my personal favorites um the hatchet series oh yeah yeah adam green gotta mm-hmm. love it and she was phenomenal in it um she was also in Stakeland, and she was in chrome skull which is laid to rest too and she's been i think in um, 
most recent times what everyone kind of remembers her in is Halloween and Rob Zombie's Halloween to be yes, exact. Yes. She was Annie. Annie. Yeah. I mean, she gets. While we were prepping for this, I was just like, Carissa, like, when she was just getting absolutely mutilated by Michael Myers. Yeah. Oh, poor girl. Yeah. It was, (laughs) it was, it was kind of heart, it was heartbreaking. It was horrific. And I mean, mean, going back to the tradition of Scream Queen, her screams, man. Oh, got punch. Yeah. Especially just. You know, looking back at her as a little girl in Halloween 4 and 5. And then seeing her in this one just getting absolutely torn up. Yeah. I was just like, oh, oh. (laughs) Yeah. But great nonetheless. Yeah, she's great. And then um, one of my second kind of, um, I guess, a little bit more recent along this same... um, terms of daniel harris would be jane levy yes i mean come on evil dead yeah uh dude her yeah i mean she completely i I don't want to say carried but she was just i mean she kind of did she was quite a force in that movie she was fucking terrifying oh god (laughs) so unsettling i just remember being so nervous seeing this evil dead remake and just being like, oh, please don't fuck it up. Please don't fuck it up. And I remember leaving the theater being like, holy shit. Not only was I nervous that like, hey, one of my beloved films is being remade, but to have Ash be a woman was kind of like taking something and turning it upside their head. Mm-hmm. But Fede Alvarez killed it. And most importantly, Jane Levy nailed that damn role. Yeah. Nailed it. Yeah. I mean, even... When her character is not possessed. Yeah. She's still very, like... She, I don't know. It just, it's so tense. Yeah. I mean, because she, she has a drug problem in the movie, and she's trying yeah. to quit, but it's just... You feel so anxious for her. Yeah. And, you, you know, you're just rooting for her, and you just feel so... Just on the edge of your seat the whole yeah. time. And, and you I think know something bad's going to happen. Obviously. Yeah. But. <laughs> but even if you hadn't seen the movie, yeah, yeah, like yeah. the anxiety that she yes. builds in her character makes you go, oh, no, something is going something bad is going to happen to this poor girl. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. And she, then, you know, just I mean, as a possessed yeah. demon. Oh, fuck. oh. The tongue slicing the tongue. No, it's even. the it's the. Where she's hidden under, like, the latch for the basement. And, she, and she's just hiding there. And she's like, cut it. Oh, cut yeah. It. Oh. yeah. There's also a, a <laughs> shot where um, it's like the door closes. Someone leaves her room. And, yeah. And this is early on in her possession. And it zooms in on the mirror in the corner of the room. Yeah. And you see the demon mm-hmm. in her. And she just is, like, wagging her tongue. Like, just... Yeah, <laughs> all around her mouth, or it's just like flicking her tongue. Yeah, it was the creepiest shit I had seen in so long, and it—I was scared to go to bed. <laughs> I was like, I do not want to see this in my dreams or imagine it. She ever. was just, yeah. Oh my god, so, she's so convincing yeah. that she was truly possessed by yeah. something horridly evil. Yeah, and the whole last yeah. act oh. where she really is kind of battling in, trying, you know, finishing it off. That last scene with her in the car yeah. and her hand getting yeah. just 
went bye bye, <laughs> and then the chains. The oh, saw. so good. That wide shot of her. Just the blood rain. Yeah. Epic. Ah, oh, so good. And then so good. Of course, she's in. Don't breathe. Yeah. yeah. Just as you know, fetish. Ah, oh. great pairing. I love <laughs> that. Yeah, I love that he's casting her in his films. Yeah. Yeah. I hope we see that duo again. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay, this one uh, I do really enjoy. Kate Siegel. Yes. So she's been a newer recurring figure in horror, thanks to Mike Flanagan. Um, I would say the first thing I saw her in was Hush yeah. on Netflix, and I was pleasantly surprised by that movie. Um, I honestly, I was so convinced. Okay. Oh. I'm just I just oh, want to yes. put this out there. <laughs> I was so convinced in her role in Hush that I didn't even recognize that it was the same woman in Haunting of Hill House. And it took me a second to put two and two together and be like, oh my God, that's the same actress. Yes. Just yes. proof of this woman's ability. And oh my God, is she convincing in both films? Yeah. I mean, uh, Hush is insane hush Hush was so surprising um you know it's one of the it's a like stalker home invasion type of film and she plays a deaf woman and you know it's just a survival there on out after he plays with her a little bit you know but and you know that was like just jumping out of my seat rooting and like yeah 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 no 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 (laughs) which is good Kind of the most ironic that we have her on this list in that movie because in Hush, she does not scream once. I know that it's that. Yeah. yeah, That is funny. But she is still so memorable. Yeah. So memorable. Yeah. 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 Um, And then, yes, Haunting of Hill House. She was, I think she was one of my favorite characters in that. And then uh, to follow that up, fucking Midnight Mass, which is my second favorite Mike yeah. Flanagan. A Hush is absolutely my first Midnight Mass. Yeah. yeah. Midnight Mass. And she was also in Haunting of Bly Manor. Yes. So obviously Mike Flanagan loves her and so glad he does. I'm, I'm here for <laughs> that she, duo. She love him. Yeah. Um, she was also an Oculus actually. Was she? Yeah. Which is one of Mike Flanagan's, you know, older films. Um, yeah. She's, she's like a specter. She was oh, okay. a ghostly... She was an apparition that was fucking creepy. <laughs> I uh, see a trend with Flanagan yes. as of late with yeah. his uh, pos- or like ghostly, Go- yeah, very stuff. haunting, haunting. Mm-hmm. Um, but let me just let me just prop Midnight Mass up again. It is fantastic. I feel like out of all of his shows, I feel like that's the lesser watched, and yeah. I don't understand why, because it is so unbelievably amazing and i love her character in that show yeah love it the the dialogue is so good and then it just turns into this yeah crazy i don't know it's crazy super dialogue heavy like the first half but not annoyingly so at least to us you know (laughs) i feel like it's a lot of necessary character building honestly and then i mean once the end unleashes it's just no stopping it it's just i mean gas pedal all the way down yeah yeah you know as they start planting more and more hints as to what this could be yeah 
you're just you just get so excited. Yeah. I mean, you're just like, oh my god, is are they are they going with yeah. this? Is this what they're doing? And it's such a cool like yeah. recent adaptation. Yes. I'm not gonna tell you what it is. Yeah, it's highly on recommend. If you, you know, you know. It. If you don't, go watch it. If you know, you know. <laughs> if you know, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, love it. Okay, and uh, also. This is being made, but she is cast in Mike Flanagan's next project, which is an adaptation of The Fall of the House of Usher by Edgar Allan Poe. Oh, I feel like you've mentioned this to me before. And let me tell you, that story is right up his alley. It reads Mike Flanagan all over it. I'm like, yeah, he's the perfect person to do an adaptation of this. I'm excited to see some new school Edgar Allan Poe, man. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah. She is cast in that. Here for it. Um, and then I'll follow her up with our next pick on our list. Scream Queen, Anya Taylor-Joy. Yes. You know, she's been in quite a few films, especially the last couple of years. Yeah. But um, And I feel like a lot of them can be considered, like, right. thriller, maybe borderline horror. But, I mean, we are kind of, uh, we're talking about... A majority of this movie horror films, whether it mm-hmm. falls into a subgenre or if yeah. it's directly horror. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're curious, go see her and her other works. Yeah. But most notably, she's been in The Witch, or uh, as other people, The Witch. Yeah, <laughs> the, with the double V's. Yeah. The Witch. Yes. The Witch. Not the B word. Not. Not. Come on. I didn't say it. <laughs> um, yeah. Fantastic performance in that fantastic movie. Um, Such a just grossly slow burn. Like, and and again, her character's not really known for like screaming in this movie, but she is. She is quite the victim. You know, she goes through some shit with her her family. Very, you know, this is through some through all the shit through all the shit (laughs) (laughs) through all the shit. Especially, oh my gosh, just thinking of the last act. Yeah. It's crazy. But I love that she, like, got her own in the last act. It, in such a yeah. different way than most Scream Queens who yeah. kind of reclaim their own in such, like, this, you know, neat bow or, like, just yeah. a very positive, you know, like, yeah. oh, everything's happy and good now. Or, well, not, okay, maybe that's that's a little too general. No, but, like, but you it's know, just, yeah. They survive. I have my life. I'm going to go live it. Um, yeah. Under more normal circumstances. I mean, this is kind this of one. that, but it's like in a it depends a on how way. yeah it depends yeah. on kind of how you see it. Yeah. Like, yeah, she's getting <laughs> her own and she's living her life, but she's also becoming yeah. what everyone was afraid Feared. she was yes. since the get go of the film, which I think is such a dope kind of twist or version of a scream queen. I love it. Yeah. Such and I. I will just say for me personally, such just an incredible way to end the film. And it was so, what's the word? Um, Liberating to see her finally just be like, okay, fine. You guys all said it for this long. I'm going to do it. Yeah. (laughs) Take me. (laughs) Take me. Yeah. That movie, highly recommend. Yeah. And she is going to be in the menu. Yes. Coming out. Looks phenomenal. It looks looks cool. Yeah. Yeah. It looks fun. I am curious to see what is happening in that movie. Maybe keep an ear out. Maybe a soon review coming to you. Yes. 
Um, and then another notable one is she's in Last Night in Soho. And this yes. is one we were referring to, which is not like, you know, like straight horror, yeah, but has horror, horror elements. elements and influence for yeah. sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. But she's, she's just also a force to reckon with yeah. as an actress. Absolutely. Um, I will watch most a- anything she's in. Honestly. <laughs> Um, and I'll hand it back to Christine. Absolutely. To finish off our list. Finish off our list. So I'm going to go ahead and obviously with our more recent renditions, oh. Jenna Ortega. Yes. Little baby Jenna Ortega. I, I mean, actually, I don't know how old she is, but she just, I feel she like she's a little sister. Right. Right. <laughs> I mean, she, yeah, now when I think of, like, kind of a classic Scream Queen. Yeah, Jenna Ortega. She does fit that, like, especially with Scream. I think she just falls under, like, the entire essence of what we think a Scream Queen is. Yeah. Because she has that traditional sense of, like, actually screaming. And And she has a great scream. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. But then she also, like, overcomes these, like, hardships. Yes, in her yes. films, and she just goes through a Dude. lot, but she kicks ass through it. I mean, for me, for me personally, in the new Scream, she she won me over so yeah. much. Like, her character specifically. I won't even, like, compare it to other actresses, but um, I hear what you're saying. I think she outshined. Yeah, she really yeah. stuck out to me. And then in X, um, I mean, her, she was like, when I first saw the trailer, and they have that great clip of her just screaming in horror at whatever she sees in like the basement yeah that completely sold me on the film i mean it it obviously looked good already but i was like what the fuck is she looking at (laughs) this looks horrific i I need to see this great great i i mean you heard us rant and rave about both of these films uh go see them if you haven't they're great yeah and also she i mean she's playing wednesday adams in the new series I or movie? I totally forgot about that. I think it's a series. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so that, that, On Netflix. I mean, keep an eye out. I, I like her a lot. Yeah. So I think cool. she's one of those newer actresses where if she's in anything, yeah. I'm going to see it. Yeah. And yeah. she is, she is going to be in the next screen. Except for that. <laughs> yeah. She is going to be in the next scream. I hope they don't kill her off, but you know, I'm they sure they will. will. <laughs> I'm yeah. sure they will. Yeah. Yeah. They're bringing some back, killing some off. Bringing some back and killing some off. <laughs> sing it, girl. Sing it. <laughs> At what expense? I'm just kidding. Right. Anyway. And then, absolutely adore this woman, Florence Pugh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, oh my god. This girl. I mean, just her range and acting ability and just her portrayal in Midsommar was... Yeah. All I gotta say is last frame. Yes. Last yes. frame. She holds so much emotion in her face. And it's not even like super grandiose in expression oh. it's little it's small it's nuanced yeah. it's so subtle but so much it reads so much she's an actress that i'm just so on board with yeah. and i'm yeah. here for her she it felt like she came out of nowhere too. yeah i she was in in things before midsommar midsommar but midsommar really just just kicked it off for us yeah yeah 
And again, I think she's falling, at least in Midsommar, under that more traditional role where her screams were just oh, so emotional. Yeah. I mean, it just, it frightened you. It tore you apart. It just made you want to cry with her and feel her pain, which mm -hmm. I get, I mean, is not only effective in her performance, but I would say it says a lot about Ari Aster as yes. like a director as well and Absolutely. a filmmaker. But... God damn, yeah. Florence Pugh. <laughs> she is forced to be reckoned with for sure. Yeah, she yeah. is incredible. Um, and she obviously she was in. I don't think she's been in another straight up horror. You know, don't yeah. worry, darling is more thriller, thriller, which um, we both haven't seen yet. Yeah. So I feel like we're basing that assessment off of what we've seen in the trailer yeah. and what it's being marketed as. Yeah, so. and unfortunately, I feel like a lot of, you know, drama yeah, around the making of film. is kind of taking away from, you know... Her performance in that film, just kind yeah. of in general. Yeah. Unfortunately. But um, I am standing by whatever she's yeah. in. I am so excited to see where she goes. <laughs> Honestly, whether it's horror or not, yes, Florence yeah. Pugh, I, I'm down with her, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And this leaves our last... And final Scream oh, Queen. Carissa, you want to do the honors? The one and only Mia Goth. Babies. Oh, Mia Goth. You know, kicking it off with X, which was, I mean, again, we have an episode on this. Yeah. Just such a treat. It was something we have been yearning for in horror for quite a while. Yes. It was so fulfilling. Her performance as Mia, I'm sorry, as Maxine. Maxine. Yeah. <laughs> both both M's. I hear it. <laughs> her performance as Maxine and Pearl. Yeah. Um, in X, so we're talking about old Pearl. Yeah. And Maxine. I mean, wow. just that alone is absolutely fucking mind-boggling that yeah. this girl played two roles I in one film. I feel like it's. Not as common. No. I mean, I feel like you see it more with maybe male actors. Yeah. But especially in a horror. Yeah. I, it was so, I don't know. Maybe. But to play two, like, yes. vastly different characters mm -hmm. and be convincing as fuck yeah. in each one. Yeah. Like, yeah. girl, come on. Yeah. Killing it out she here. She has to, like, act with herself as a different person. Yeah. Crazy. And then fucking we got Pearl shortly after. Yes. And, and again... All I gotta say about Pearl, last yes. shot. Yes. End credit. End shot. credit shot. I I mean, I think Pearl really cemented it for a lot of people. I've been seeing so many people talk about her since yeah. specifically Pearl, yeah. and I've seen that that's that shot just circulate around so much. And I mean, I saw quite a few pearls for Halloween. I knew it was going to yeah, happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I was thinking of being her, but I was like, no, it's, it's going to be a yeah. thing. <laughs> I just love her. Man, dude, that last shot. I, I just, it will not escape my brain. I've just heard just like tears rolling down her cheeks, but that smile plastered on her yeah. face. Forced, like twitching yeah. almost just, ah. Uh, I'm loving this kind of trend of like last shot, yeah, like sequences with Steering like into your fucking yeah, brain. like we've got Florence Pugh and now yeah. Mia Goth, man. I just yeah. 
Fuck these women killing it. Yeah. And I just love how it's like, it's just some, it's like fucked up shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. something that's like, what yeah. the fuck? I guess, you know, horror is always dealing with fucked up shit, but. But it's just like, for, with kicked like, up a notch. Yeah, with your, with your scream queen kind of encapsulating this. Just the journey that they went on yes. in that film, just like in their face, not saying a word, but just captured in a single image. That just stays gnarly. with you. Yeah. Like, um, I feel like I get the same um, kind of effect as I had watching Tony Collette and Hereditary. Just that level of performance yeah. where I'm like, well, I mean, Oscars. There's Sorry. that. <laughs> get these girls some fucking Oscars. We don't actually mean they're bitches. We say that in a very endearing, like, loving way. Yeah. Yes. We're like, I mean, I feel like that's there are homies. Yeah. Like, come yeah. on. Um, But we are not degrading these women in any sort of way. I think this episode is proof. We love them. (laughs) Yes. Um, And not to say that, like, you know, I've kind of lost a lot of um, what I value in the Oscars. I know it's very, I'm sure for actors, obviously, it still means a lot. Yeah. But, like, I I mean, it's become so political. Right. Where it's like, okay, does this matter? I mean, it does. but it doesn't, it doesn't. Because, like, in what matters to you? Like, yeah. their performances win an Oscar in my heart. Yeah. Okay. It just sucks that, like, horror's not recognized. Like, yeah. come on, man. It's, I... it's a valuable no. genre of filmmaking that resonates with people on, like, a, a level that I think some other films just don't do it. Like, yeah, yeah the performances and the stories are great, but it's does it hit you in your core? It's like once in a blue moon. Yeah. You well, how many that times that. that you can count on your hand how many yeah. times horror related like a horror movie was nominated for anything yeah it was a shining get out six cents six cents yeah that's but it like that i can think of and i don't even usually put the performances i don't think have been no. included much no I, uh, jack nicholson i think was anyway <laughs> besides the besides, point we're getting besides into ranty mode point. you as you can tell we're very bitter at the oscars snubbing <laughs> our beloved yeah. genre yeah, but yeah. Um, you know, Mia Goth killing yeah. it again. So excited for Maxine. Yes, but also excited to see what else she does. I will guarantee we will do an episode on Maxine. So yeah, hang on to your shorts, guys. Yes. Well, with that being said, oh well, oh, honorable we... mentions. Well, mm-hmm. There is honorable mentions, but before we get to that, do you want to kind of crown like? Oh yeah. Base. So we're gonna we want to crown. Our current, like pivotal scream queen. Okay. Dun 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 dun. So we're gonna top our crowning top three scream queens, just for funsies. Um, I mean, no necessarily real merit to anybody else, but this is who we just fucking subjective. Yeah. This is our podcast. This is our thoughts. This is our opinions. This is our hearts. Krista put it perfectly. Okay, so coming in at number three. Their ears are bleeding. I know. I'm sorry, guys. Number three. Yes. Florence Pugh. Florence. Florence Pugh. Yes. Miss Flo. I mean... Oh, God. Do I'm not sorry. call her that. I know. I, yeah, that's weird. Had to. Florence. Had to. Yes. I mean, all the reasons stated All the before. reasons <laughs> what we said just a minute ago. Yeah. And then 
she so deserves it. Yeah. Yeah, top three, Miss Florence and Pew. Second place. Miss Tony Collette. Yeah. Yes. I'm sorry. Hereditary is still my like my in my top yeah. three favorite movies of her, the last decade. Yeah. Her monologue. That her mom monologue. Oh I goodness. mean her performance throughout, but god yeah. damn. Um, I just uh, I I'm a Tony Collette fan, man. Yeah. Love her. Um and that brings us to, to number one. Are you ready? <laughs> yeah. Alrighty. Our, our current crowning Scream Number Queen. One, scream Queen! Mia Goth! <laughs> They're so lame. We're so lame. <laughs> it's Mia Goth. It's Mia Goth, guys. Yeah. I mean, okay. come on, dude. Come on. She's been in two absolutely fucking excellent movies in the Look last year. Look at the year. fucking receipts, man. Yeah. Check the receipts. Just watch her movies, and I I'd be hard. And if you don't agree, you know what? Fuck you, because me and Goth is great. Yeah, she is. Close close this podcast now. Yeah, just kidding. Please listen. Please listen <laughs> We're <please>. done. <laughs> no, but on a real note, we love her. We're very excited to see what she comes up with in the future. We're totally elated to catch Maxine. I think and- it, it's just it's just been. She's just been the most memorable standout performance, performance yeah. of recent that like just has stuck with me. Yeah. Lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, lemonade. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, um, you know You're goth. That that solidifies our Scream Queens list. We do have honorable mentions. Yes, which we will get into. So these are just they have, you know, performances that, that happened, we liked. That we liked, but you know anyway. just didn't didn't meet our criteria right. for our list. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I'll start with uh Jessica Beale. Yes. We really loved her in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake. Yes. And I mean, yeah. boy, that girl just screamed to a point where she had no voice left. Yes. And just, still kept going. The level of fear was so, yeah. it was so believable to me. Yeah. I was horrified for her. She, she, and that movie just holds a nostalgic place in my yes. life because it was like when I was get really, really, really absorbed into horror and I yeah. remember seeing that and I was just like, God damn. And we, yeah, we've already mentioned this yeah. before, but we really loved that remake. Yeah. I know. I'm sure some people some people completely disagree but again it was it's I thought great. it was wonderful nostalgia's was... sake makes it even better so horrifying to me yeah. <laughs> um next rose mcgowan yes everyone you know the main scream has just such memorable characters yeah. in general but you know we love tatum and tatum was great i mean i just loved how like much of a hard time she gave dewey yeah and how and ghostface. <laughs> yeah, and ghostface. literally um, just like the yeah. bottles to the balls yeah. yeah and even her death in that yeah. movie was just so memorable like the garage door yeah. yeah, I actually, I don't know if I ever showed you a picture, but I did Tatum when, like, yeah, the year before this for Halloween yeah. with the doggy door yeah. frame. Uh, yeah. And then I would like to call out Brittany Snow, since we were yes. talking about, you know, X. Yes. 
I was so excited to see her again because you know she has she has been in a, a few horrors yeah. and but she just I just think of her as that like early two thousands. Yeah. I don't know. Just and I know a place in my heart. I talk shit about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The prom night remake. I still stand by the originals the yeah. best. But if you want to check out like an earlier work, uh, I mean, she's Rizzo. good. Yeah, she is. <laughs> she's Fuck good. that movie, but yeah, she's great. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then she was in Would You Rather, which was honestly, in terms of just like, uh, get what you get kind yeah, of straight yeah. up horror film. Mm-hmm. It was, I it was enjoyed it. Yeah. I really liked it. And she was yeah, great in it. It was enjoyable. Yeah. She was great. And then my second pick would be Naomi Watts. Hell yeah. Yeah. Dude, The Ring, The Ring was, was great. Yeah. Ringu's great. Yeah. I, The Ring is great. The Ring is <laughs> phenomenal. And that stuck, that shit stuck with me. Yeah. I feel like if you grew up at all in the early 2000s, that movie like stuck. Yeah. Unless there's any babies listening to this. Yeah, then get off <laughs> then our you show and please don't about? listen to us because please. we are potty mouths. Oh. <laughs> Mom. We talk about really serious shit. <laughs> Please, please leave. Please. Listen when you're older. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, but not only was she in The Ring, which was incredibly memorable, but she, or the remake of The Ring, but she was also in the remake of Funny Games. Yeah. And that movie, yeah. we want to talk about fucked up movies, man. <laughs> have you seen Funny Games? I have. It's been yeah. a long time, so I, I've kind of lost some memory of it but yeah. um i do remember fucked up this yeah that movie <laughs> that movie was intense yeah. yeah i know i need to rewatch it but i'm kind of scared too i mean it's not <laughs> i it's not one of those movies that i would call a conventional horror yeah. it definitely like rides on the element of just like real life horror like yeah, yeah. and i and i've said this before i'm not a fan of home invasion films but i think my like two that make it on my list are funny games and um, hush. Yeah. 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 Everything nice. else can go suck it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, and, and then uh, just talking about remakes. She's in, she's in the remake of Goodnight Mommy. Oh, yeah. Totally. Okay. So we haven't caught that. Um, we've seen the original. Yeah. Um, just haven't gotten the chance to watch the remake. Yeah. I don't know. Is I it like worth it? You guys tell us. Tell us. Um, <laughs> yes. A next honorable mention. Barbara Hershey. Yes. So she was in The Entity, which is quite it's quite a film. <laughs> um, it's a uh, pretty intense, especially for that time. I would yeah. say like uh, it's it can be pretty hard to watch. It deals with sexual assault. Yeah. Um, and paranormal in one and the same. I'm not gonna lie. <sighs> it's been so long since I've seen that mm-hmm. movie. I don't remember too much of it. Yeah, I, I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. But, I mean, her performance is great. Yeah. And then she is an insidious. Yeah. She is Patrick Wilson's mother yes. um, in it. She was really good in that, too. Yeah. Um, I just, I love insidious, one and two. Okay, yeah, I'll bring up Jennifer Carpenter. Yes. So she is in Exorcism of Emily Rose, yeah. which has been a long time since I've seen. Emily. But... I, not gonna lie, I care. Like, I feel like I've watched it, but I'm not. Probably. But I, yeah. I, I don't remember it. She, but I do remember her performance yeah. was intense. Maybe the most 
outside of outside of um, Reagan. Really? Yeah, and for a possession movie, I would say. Maybe I need to go back and rewatch that. Yeah, outside of Linda Blair. Yeah. I would say the probably the second most intense like okay. portrayal acting portrayal of a possession. And um, she was also in Quarantine, which is a an American remake of Wreck, which Wreck is majority seen as much better. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna sound like I'm a Jennifer Carpenter hater, and I'm not. I actually despise <laughs> her in that movie. Quarantine. No, oh. not her in that movie. <laughs> Just the fact that that movie was ever made because mm. Wreck is so great. It yeah. did not need a remake. I mean, yeah. It kept, looking at it now, it, Quarantine is. It's not like. Much yeah. different, which I guess is whatever. I just think is, it's but... people are lazy yeah. and don't want to read fucking yeah. subtitles. Yeah, yeah. Please, yeah. But, please watch foreign horror movies. They're so yes. fucking good in the language that they are filmed in and meant to be in. But I just want to say this because I don't want to sound like I hate her. Yeah, I love Dexter, oh, yeah. and I consider that a horror show because mm-hmm. Dexter is a f- yeah. he's a serial killer, yeah. you know. And I absolutely love her as Deb. I think she's nice. great. I think she's dynamic. I, except in like one of the later seasons where her <laughs> and Dexter's relationship gets real weird. Uh, I, I mean, dear. pulling a Targaryen there. But <laughs> um, essentially, the show overall, I love. And I love seeing her dynamic with um, okay, Michael C. Hall. And she's just, she's great. She's yeah. great. Yes. Also, um, if you haven't seen White Chicks, she's also very yes. memorable in White Chicks. Yeah. <laughs> Side note. break from horror. <laughs> um, hold on. I mean, horror and comedy go in hand, hand in hand, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Next honorable mention again of like, I want to say the late 90s, early 2000s is Sarah Michelle Gellar. Yes. Not who you would anticipate being in horror movies. Like, she's obviously mm-hmm. synonymous with a bunch of other things. Uh, Daphne. <laughs> Hello? Hello? <laughs> but, I mean, Buffy? Yeah. There you go. Need we say more? <laughs> OG, right there. And then she was in Scream 2. She played one of the sorority sisters, and her death was yes. epic. Her name is Cece. Yeah, yeah. Cece. Cece. Oh, I wish I could remember this wordy. Um, oh, yeah. It's like Alpha Gamma Beta or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, don't mind me. Don't mind me. Don't and mind then me. Um, more notably, I would say, um, I know what you did last summer. Yes. Yes. She's great in that. And then last but not least, The Grudge. Yes. Yeah, man. I need to rewatch that, too. Yeah, Juwan, it's been a while. Uh, the, yeah, the, original the original is is great as well, but I, I did like the grudge. Yeah, also fucking terrified me. <laughs> uh, not so much, but still for me, but still a good movie. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and then my next would be Annabelle Wallace. Uh, yes, obviously Annabelle. Yeah, and then Annabelle also. In one of our, I would say oh, our favorite God. movies. Yeah. Which was just totally unexpected. Yes. Malignant. Yes. Yeah. Malignant. James oh, my Swan, God. Man. What a, what a fucking. Wild <laughs> ride. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Did we ever, really did we ever 
Um, do, do an episode on that? No, not no. solely. Yeah. Well, regardless, do yourself a favor. Go watch Malignant. We're not going to give away too much because it's one of those movies that you should go in spoiler free. Yes. Yes. And just enjoy the wild batshit ride. Don't take it seriously. Just have fun with it and enjoy it. Yeah. Malignant is great and she's magnificent in it. Maligma. <laughs> and then we're getting to our last two. Our last two honorable mentions. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, to round it off, <laughs> honorable we're mentions. We're getting silly now. <laughs> Uh, Rebecca Hall. Yeah. She's in a lot of thrillers. Um, but for me, she made this list specifically for The Night House. I really liked it. Um, it was a very interesting movie, and I think it was filmed beautifully. and Very atmospheric. Yeah. And it definitely turns into something I wasn't, I was like, oh, shit. Um, but she, I think she's always good in anything she's in. She's also in a movie called The Awakening, which is a supernatural horror, but um, that one was fun. <laughs> I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. And then last, but certainly not least, but not least, Micah Monroe. Yeah. Most notably from It Follows. Yes. Which is a damn good movie as well. I think It Follows, honestly, like, started my kind of revivalist love for yeah i mean i guess what people would deem now as like what's the word that elevated. they're all, elevated horror. <laughs> fuck you <laughs> it's just good horror i'm sorry yeah, yeah, yeah. and i mean it, yeah. it's it serves its own place in the genre and i think it's great it was effective yeah. she was phenomenal as a lead act- actress in this movie. I mean, I felt for her and I was scared for her. I mean, this movie was was a, a ride. And she is also not doesn't quite fall under your usual scream kind of queen. yes, yeah. picture of a scream queen like Jamie Lee Curtis or yeah. whatnot. Um it's much more subdued, I think. Yeah. yeah. Very unconventional, but mm-hmm. I think still like deserves recognition yeah. in this kind of list. Yeah. And she was also recently in a thriller horror called Watcher. The Watcher. The Watcher. I haven't seen, it's that show, Watcher. right? That TV show? Sorry, no. It's um I think it's it's just called Watcher. Oh, it's that that movie. The movie. That it's came on out. Shutter yeah, right yeah. now. Yeah. Um it it is yeah. I haven't it, seen that I, yet. I'm not going to say anything. Yeah. Is it good? I like you it. You recommend? Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, that, my friends, concludes our list on our beloved Screen Queens. Screen Queens, baby. And please, tell us who makes it on your list. If we have any women on this list that you love. If there's anyone. No, don't tell us if you hate anyone. (laughs) Keep it to yourself. (laughs) Just kidding. But please, tell us who makes your list. Yeah. We'd love to hear it. Yeah. Thanks for listening. (laughs) (laughs) How do we we close these (laughs) (laughs) up? She acts like she's never done one of these podcasts. (laughs) And you know what that means. (laughs) Right? We'll be... (laughs) 
The train wreck. I I did not know she was going to go straight in for it. (laughs) Guys, we'll be right back. We'll be right back. (laughs) 